0: Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Muma, and you've locked into Moving Up the Ladder here on LocalJobNetwork.com Radio. It's a place to learn about the various ways individuals move up in their career. For this episode, we're focusing on an artist and an individual who went from drawing caricatures of his teachers to a high-profile portrait for the cover of Time magazine. But it wasn't just any issue of the popular periodical. Jason Seiler is joining us on the show today to fill us in on his career and what it takes to carve out a path for yourself in today's world of art. Jason, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show. I saw you've had a number of interview requests since this all went down. So Time Magazine, cover, Person of the Year, Pope Francis, just break it all down for us. How did it come about? What was it like to have to come up with this? What were sort of your steps? I mean, just give us a rundown of everything that happened.
1: Okay. Well, it's a common question that I get asked actually quite a bit since I've done this. But the, the truth is, is... From my point of view, my perspective of this, it's no different than any other job I've ever done, mm-hmm. except for the reaction after I did it. Sure. I did not expect, or I guess I didn't expect it. I didn't know this was going to happen, that I was going to get as much press with it. And it's it's an exciting thing. But ultimately, what I do for a living is I draw and paint for magazines. I've worked for years for every magazine you can think of, from Rolling Stone to the New Yorker. New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and so on. And I've worked for Time Magazine, but I haven't worked for them for a while. Mm-hmm. And I've never done a cover for them. And uh, this last year, a German magazine called Der Spiegel, it's basically like the European version of Time Magazine. It's a very big news magazine up there. Okay. And so Der Spiegel finally contacted me after you know years of me hoping that they would. And then from there, Der Spiegel had me do several other covers. I think I've done like six or seven since, since they contacted me last summer. And one of them was a drawing I did at the Pope. Um, It was just a drawing. And and Der Spiegel only gave me one day to do that drawing. So (laughs) otherwise, I would have done a painting for them. So I talked to them and said, hey, you know, I can do a drawing in one day. Right. You know, so that's what happened with that cover. And I guess some of the art directors at Time Magazine saw that and really liked it. And they kind of had it in the back of their mind. And then what ended up happening was they actually contacted me to do a cover, but it was to paint Snowden. Edward Snowden. cover. So, And I was just excited that I was doing a a cover for Time magazine. That was basically, you know, that was enough for me. I had no idea it was for Person of the Year or anything like that. I just was excited because I'm doing a cover for Time finally. It was one of my dreams, you know. I knew one day it was going to happen, and now it was happening. I was like, okay, this is awesome. And they basically told me, you know, there's not very many good references of this guy, and otherwise, we, would, we just probably would use like a really nice photograph, but we would like you to create a really cool image of him that can't be seen anywhere else. And so that's what I did. I, I completely created a whole new Snowden. I based him off of me, actually, posed myself, took photo references. Nice. And um, I just did everything that I could to do a really cool image of Snowden. And they were really, really responding in a way that was really exciting for me because um, it, was, it was a nerve, little bit nerve-wracking because it was my first cover for them. mm mm-hmm. And uh, every single time I would send them a, a step and a, you know to show them how it was going, they were really excited about it. That's when they decided to say, "Hey, do you want to do another cover for us?" Because mm-hmm. the Snowden turned out really, really well, and now we would we we're wondering if you'd like to paint the Pope. And that and they said that they originally first contacted me because of the Pope drawing I did, and that's why they had me do Snowden. And what I ended up finding out later was that Time, and I'm glad I didn't know this because I think it would have freaked me out. But <laughs> Time Magazine they commissioned a few artists to draw and paint Snowden and they commissioned a few artists to draw and paint the Pope. Okay. So I had no idea that for both the Snowden and the Pope, I was competing against other illustrators. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had no idea. And these illustrators are some of the biggest in the world. And most of them have done several covers for time before. Right. So I have a lot of respect for them, but we are in competition with each other. And I think if I would have known that I would have probably been freaking out. (laughs) I think they knew that that's the way it works you know right so they were probably like okay i'm i've got i'm competing to get this cover so in my mind i just did two covers for time magazine i did edward snowden and then the pope and i thought whoa this is crazy you know like the snowden cover is going to come out and then the pope cover well i didn't realize that they didn't know who the man of the year was going to be or person of the year was going to be yet so they were commissioning all these different artists because they want to pick the image that they like the most. And, and it's just, that's a really weird way to do it. And that's not normal because, you know, every other job I ever do, you know, I get paid to do a cover, I'm doing the cover, you know? Right, right. So that was a very strange thing for me. I, I had no idea that's the way it worked. And I started finding out a little bit, you know, as the cover was coming together, that they asked me to save, if I could save my process. Uh, because they would like to do a profile on me in the magazine
0: oh okay that's cool so
1: so that kind of got me excited I was yeah like, Whoa, that's crazy they want to do a profile <laughs> on me this is nuts so in my mind they're doing a profile on me and i've got the cover and this is really exciting so and at this time i still had no idea it was for person of the year and the day that i finished i was contacted by them and they just basically said you're going to want to watch the today show tomorrow morning i was like okay you know and i thought oh this is cool maybe my cover will be on on the show. I mean, I'm assuming that's what this is for. Right. So I turn it on and all of a sudden it's like the person of the year cover and I'm freaking (laughs) out to me. Painting the person of the year for Time Magazine, in my mind, it's sort of like winning a a gold medal in the Olympics or an Academy Award or something for an illustrator. And I I, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, oh my gosh, I just painted the person of the year cover. You know, It was really, really strange. And, And it's been a strange experience ever since because basically ever since that was released, which I think was December 13th or something right. like that.
0: Yeah, it was middle of December. December.
1: Yep. Yeah. And I, I've been doing like interviews nonstop every channel first week or two. It was on TV constantly. <laughs> um, and then I had like all this media come over. So it was a really, really strange experience. And since I walk around Chicago, which is a big city, and just last night, it was like 10 o'clock at night. And it was obviously dark and I was coming home from the grocery store and some woman on the street recognized me and said, are you the guy that painted the Pope? That's cool. (laughs) It's a a very surreal, I'm still like, this is really weird because, you know, this painting, to me, like I said earlier, it's not anything different than what I normally do. And I think I've probably done paintings that I feel are even better than this one. Sure. I'm very happy. I think I did a good job. I'm very happy to how it turned out exactly the way I was hoping that it would turn out. But, you know, to me, it's just that's what I do for a living. It's, I, I'm working on paintings now, you know, and I'm trying to do the best painting as I can possibly do. And ultimately, you're just trying to, to make sure that the art directors are, are and the editors are really happy with your work and that you make the deadline on time and you do a beautiful piece of art. You know, so there was no difference. But the strange thing is knowing, you know, now after I've done the painting that the painting is just way bigger and beyond me, you know, mm. like it's that's a weird thing to know, like that millions of people have seen it, it, it it's like it's no longer my baby anymore it's like <laughs> like I created it and now it's the world's. and that's that's really strange because that's never happened to me before you know right yeah the whole thing is is a I don't know it's it's hard to explain I'm really really excited and honored and truthfully I just hope that time has me doing more covers you know I, I it's, they've always been my dream job so to start off doing a cover like this is you know I can't ask for anything more than that you know
0: yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's pretty awesome. And I would think, you know, most artists, I would imagine you're doing it because you you just love it and you're not looking to get out there and get all, all this attention. And is there a part of you that, you know, you ended up finding out you beat out all these different artists to get not only the cover, but again, being the, the person of the person of the year issue. Do you take as much pride in the fact that you were able to, you know, outperform at least in this particular project, outperform those other terrific artist that you mentioned versus getting the recognition? I mean, what, what's sort of the balance there, being an artist and this being your craft?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. The illustration world is, is, is a very small world. Sure. I know almost all of the main illustrators out there. And I'm really lucky to be one of few that on a regular basis, I'm painting for like the main magazines out there. So there's only a few of us that actually can say, you know, every year I've worked for this magazine, this one and blah, 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 blah. And then every once in a while, there's an, an artist that does one thing for this and one thing for that, you know? So it's it's not like there's hundreds and hundreds of us, right, you know? Right, right. And and every year we compete in different competitions, and, and some of us get in, some of us don't. And so over the years, you get to know all these artists. You get to know art directors and so on. And I am uh, friendly and friends with most of them, but when it comes to the work, you know, I'm very competitive, and I'm very passionate about it. And I love what I do. And, and my goal ultimately is to always try to do something that no other artist can do. I try to beat my last painting, you know. Right. And I'll I'll see these covers by you know different friends of mine or artists, and, and there's some out there. I'm not gonna lie, that are are not very nice, you know. And they're very competitive, and you know they're the kind of people that don't really uh, lend their their congratulations on anything, whatever. I'm the kind of artist that, you know, when I see a cover done by someone that I respect, I'll I'll send them a little note saying, man, that was awesome. But I'm also thinking, okay, now next time I do a cover, I'm going to kick that guy's ass.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yep. That's what I'm going to do. I look at it as a healthy competition. Like, I look at it as, you know, I see these other artists and I get really inspired, you know, or sometimes I see them like, oh, that's not so great, you know? Or other times I'm like, that's awesome, you know? It's never like... You're trying to take a job away from another artist. I mean, it's all very, very hard work what we do. And so and I have a lot of respect for these guys. There's no need to have any enemies or anything like that. There are, that kind of thing does happen. But the truth is, is you know, when I did this cover and I found out that, I, that there was a bunch of other artists that were chosen, I ended up seeing a few of their pieces and all of them, you know, all the art that I saw was really good. Mm-hmm. If anything, it just makes me, do I personally think mine was the best one? And yeah, Time Magazine they chose right. Well, I mean, personally, yeah, I do feel that <laughs> that I did a great job on the painting, you know, but I think that there's things about my painting that are really good. I think there's things that I could work on more maybe. Right. I look at their paintings and I think they're all really good.
0: Did Time tell you or give you an idea of why they did end up selecting yours over the other ones?
1: No. Um I personally well like like I said, you know, I think the other paintings were all really good. And so I saw them, and I actually wrote the different artists that I knew and said, "Congratulations, that's a great painting." And so, from my perspective, any of them could have been the cover. Right. But right. I think the reason mine was chosen was, for one thing, mine was the only one that has, like a full, almost a full body. Okay. And it has, like, you know, there's a little bit. I have a little bit more character, I think, and I think that's that's why. Like the other ones, they all looked like him from what I saw. But they maybe looked a little stiffish. Sure, uh, sure. And they were just heads and shoulders. They were beautiful paintings. So it, it's kind of hard to tell. I, I think it was because I had more of a full body. Also, I had a background. The other ones I saw were just with white backgrounds. And then also, I think ultimately, it just looks good on the cover. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think what happens is I don't think ever that it's a personal thing because, I, like I said, they hired artists that they know are all going to do great covers. Right. So I think. My cover the, with the kind of greenish back and everything looked in the, in the way that he he contrasted with that, with the red time banner and every, all that kind of stuff. I think it just looks really, really good. It really does. And another one of the paintings I saw, I think it was all in black and white.
0: Oh, okay. You know? And right.
1: that one's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, even though it was really amazing, it's not going to pop out as much. And so I think it's more of a thing where they, I guess I imagine that they just set up a bunch of artwork on the wall and you know, which one's it going to be,
0: yeah, you know? Yeah.
1: So I just feel super, super honored. I do, I do really feel happy and proud of what I did. And, I, and I, I feel that it is probably one of the better paintings I've done. Definitely one of the biggest covers I've ever done. And I might be a little biased, but I, I, I'm really happy that they chose mine. Um, the thing that's even better for me personally was that it was an accomplishment for me as an artist. Like I, I you know, I fulfilled one of my ultimate dreams. Two of them at once was to try to do a person of the year cover. I never, I didn't, I wasn't expecting that. But just to do a time cover by itself was an amazing experience. But then the surprise that I had was, I was wondering what they're going to do with my Snowden illustration. And not only did I get the cover, and they did a a, a write up of me inside, which just you know was overwhelming for me. But then they gave me. Uh, when it came to the section in the magazine about Snowden, they gave me a full page oh, with wow. my Snowden painting. Right. And So for me, that was like massive, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, it's, it's like the Jason Siler Time Magazine issue, you know? <laughs> that was the coolest part about it for me was just like, whoa. I mean, it's just a big accomplishment. And it's not, I don't do this just because I love to draw. I mean, I'm very grateful and I understand that it's not. it's not common and it's not a normal thing for an artist to build, to make a living doing this, you know? So money is obviously important. I have to pay my bills. I have to feed my children and everything. But, you know, something like this is not about money. It's mm-hmm. about the romanticness in my mind of what it means to be an illustrator. You know, like, I think about Rockwell and these different artists that I really respect and look up to. And I feel like I'm a part of their family. I try to like keep a level head about it because I know it's not, things change so fast. Sure, you know, and sure. you has gotta keep working.
0: But you got you got to enjoy it. You got to take a step back and and just soak it all in. I mean, I mean, as you talked about, you win some Academy Award, you win a gold medal. Of course, you're gonna get back to work. But um, you know, I think it is important to to soak it all in. And I'm sure I'm sure it has been enjoyable for you. We are getting up against time pretty quick here. But I just wanted to ask, I just want to give you, I guess, a way to quote unquote give back. If there are some people out there who are listening who are interested in whether it be illustration or another you know discipline within art, because as you said, you realize it's not always that simple for somebody to to make a career out of it. Not necessarily, we're not talking about get the cover of Time Magazine, Person of the Year issue, but even just to make a a solid career out of it, you hear the jokes all the time, starving artists. What would you put out there? What would you offer up as advice to help with someone if they're looking to get into this as a career, they're looking to get their name out there? I mean, would you tell them to focus on one type of artwork, one type of genre? Where would you go if you were trying to give them some advice?
1: The first thing that I would say is, it is important to know which genre we're going to go into. You can't have your portfolio all over the place and thin and, and you know, I, you're doing this kind of art and that kind of art. An art director really wants to look at a portfolio and know exactly what they're going to get so that when they hire you, they know, Hey, we're going to get this guy's work. So it can't be all over the place, different styles, but you know what? It, it also takes years. You have to, you have to really, no art director wants to see your art school portfolio. They don't <laughs> want to see your nude studies or your still lifes or any of that kind of stuff. They want to see, what you have learned from those experiences. And you know what, that takes that takes time. It takes time to develop a style and a look and a feel. But the other thing is, the most important thing I, I would say is people don't seem to be prepared to work hmm. as hard as they really need to. And you've got to be serious. You, you cannot ever miss a deadline. You've got to be able to do a high quality cover and painting and, or illustration, spot illustration in only a day or two sometimes. So you've got to be prepared to like, to be able to get sketches done, uh, make revisions, and then start painting and get it all done and keep your cool the whole time and have a good attitude and be pleasant to work with with the art director and so on. There's so many different aspects to it. And also, magazines, they don't pay like an insane amount. So you've got to be prepared to know how to handle a deadline and do top-quality work and not waste time. Always work hard. Never, ever, ever settle always continue to push and grow. You know, my goal is that in, you know, a few months I look back at that Pope painting and think, Oh man, I could do a way better one now. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping in a couple of months I feel that way. You know, I wanna constantly push and push and push and push myself and never ever be settled, you know. You never want to be stagnant. You know, you gotta be fresh and you gotta you gotta see what's happening out there and look at the competitions and the art shows and different things and see what's hot and use it to influence your work and continue to grow i mean that's the that's the most important thing i
0: think no, I think that I think that's great pieces of advice, and I know, yeah, it's impossible to try to summarize all of it in you know a couple minutes here. Um, but I think, yeah, obviously, your words ring true for yourself and what you've been able to do. And I think never settling—that message is—it also comes through from you because you're saying, hey, a few months from now, that magazine, while while great and everything, you you know you can do better. You're going to do better. Otherwise, as you said, the work is going to go away, and the the hot new artist is going to take all that probably. So yeah, so we we do appreciate your insight with that as well.
1: Of course, yeah.
0: Well, unfortunately, we do have to close out this edition of Moving Up the Ladder. And we have, again, been speaking with Jason Seiler. He's an artist who gained a lot of fanfare in recent months, especially thanks to his cover art for Time Magazine's Person of the Year, which featured Pope Francis on the cover. Jason, thanks a lot for sharing your story with us. It's uh, definitely a great one to hear and a, a cool one as well for hopefully all the artists out there. We appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Of course, we also want to hear from you, the listeners, if you have any thoughts on this topic or any future topics you'd like us to cover on LJN Radio, just send an email to Radio at localjobnetwork.com. Wishing you success in all your endeavors. I'm Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.